This is Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And tonight we're going to hit that Into the Badlands. This was, what, season three? Season three. Uh, first episode, Enter the Phoenix. Um, Cash, how awesome is it to finally have some kick-ass show back on television? Man, I completely forgot how good the show was. I'm not even going to lie to you. Well, to be honest with everybody who listened in and stuff like that, we weren't huge fans of how the second half of season two kind of went in certain directions. Some of the choices they made. Of course, we hated to lose Quinn. We hated to lose Bale. Those things like that. Some of the details were a little off. But this season three opener was quite a uplifting and very... It was a great change of pace. It really was, man. I thought it was really, really well done. Kudos to Al. Uh, Get it right. <laughs> yeah, I, I see you back there preparing for you. Al Goff and Mike Miller. Okay, even though it's spelled yeah. Millar, yeah. some people like to say. Um, it took me back. To, it took me back to the season or the series premiere. It was very, what it did. This what I love. It went back to the roots of giving you the setup of the characters. Yes, we got to see all the characters that were important that were left alive. Of mm-hmm. course, you know we got to see where they are. It was in a good order. The pace was in great shape. It set the tone for where you were looking, what we were doing, and how it's on. Some people could say it was a little fast to get that way, but it was almost necessary. Yeah, because if you had left it, out some people. It wouldn't have made sense in some retrospects, you know, so. And this is a show it's okay to be a little too fast. It is. Here's the deal. This show is not geared or written for a slow, in-depth drama. No. Absolutely not. Uh, People who watch this show and love it like we do, they want to make sure they're getting plenty of blood, plenty of action, and plenty of really unique characters, amazing set pieces, uh, something different. Yes. Something a little bit supernatural, but still relative and realistic feeling. Let the rule of cool take over. Take over. <laughs> yes. And like, just because last season, the problem with the rule of cool was it wasn't that cool. Like, there was parts of it that just. Well, it was repetitive. Yes. La- you know, what they were, they were honing on the characters alone and so the details they were throwing in there just didn't quite, you know, deliver like you'd hope with some of those things. And so. You know, and that's just our little opinion. Yeah. But you know, don't get me wrong; the show was still great. It just, it, you know, it struggled. But it hit different. all of that this season and everything. It, but the way it started this one was great. Um, started off as like what the war essentially, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you. The opening of this entire show gave so many like little drops to other things. I mean, like I felt like I was watching Mel Gibson and the Patriot with yep. the girl with the flag running up the hill. Look, this girl. I was like, wait. First off. How have we been hiding this woman yes. for so where long? This chick I, I was like, where was she all last season? Uh, Tilda who is what I felt like. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? And when she goes in there and she's taking folks down and stuff like that, and then she's in Miller's Field, and then you do the arrow yeah. thing, and I'm thinking, Leonidas is oh, about to I go was, down. I started laughing. I'm like, <laughs> we'll fight in the shade. I was like, yeah. And then she gets mowed down. I was yeah. like, oh. oh. Dude, like. Like, I was, holy yeah. shit, man. When she took, like, 27 bolts to the chest. Like, no care or anything. I was just like, this is why we didn't introduce her last year. Right. Now, I will say, you know, and of course, I'm a detail freak. Okay. She had bolts, arrows, whatever you yeah. want to call them, within three or four inches of each other all over. Mm-hmm. Not a single one touched her face or neck. Did you that, notice that? Yeah. It was all body shots. To me, I mean, I get they want to show her hit the ground and see that she had died. And, okay, maybe you don't want to show a woman that's got an arrow through her face or this. But to me, 
this is the same network that just had like guts ripping out of a walkers. Yeah, I mean like guts and everything. There's like, no holds bar on The Walking Dead or Fear of the Walking Dead, but this one kind of to me, you're not afraid to show somebody get their head almost completely decapitated from a you know boomerang knife. You know. Yeah. Um, so to me, it was a little off because like when you, we referenced 300, you know, when you watch 300, he had several arrows in him, but they were proportionately everywhere, and it made sense if his face was missed. Yeah. You know what I mean? Her. I mean, this was, was shot out of like a rocket right. launcher missile kind of thing. To me, give me at least one in the neck yeah. or something that shows that it's not just in her blue suit. Or maybe this is what allowed them to make it more practical instead of CGI. Correct. Which, it, even way it goes, yeah. the entire battle scene was beautifully done. I love the gray screen. Mm-hmm. They put the filter in on the camera because, I mean, you have white versus a blue. And it, so the gray graininess of the camera was they, really, really good. Uh, the smoke, you know, like Their people. visual shots are just on I'm par with you, everything. The people who handle the cinematography on the show. Kudos, Some of the best in the business. Kudos, yeah. man. Kudos. The vibrancy and everything was really, really good. I mean... Um, what would you say, you know, let's talk about a few of the really high points of the episode. I don't want to go like verbatim yeah. through the entire thing. I, I think the fighting. Time. I think this was some of the best fighting we've seen I'm going to go so ahead and long. say like my top fight in my mind was the Widow and uh, Moon. Yeah. I mean, like, I wasn't, the story of bringing Moon back is really hindering me. Yeah. Um, I do like that he is at this place with all these swords of all the people who tried to get him. After they heard to, that he lost his head and everything. To me, that was pretty yeah. sweet. Like, the graveyard was pretty epic. And him like, oh, are you here? Was it your husband? Yeah. Was it your brother? She's was like, it, oh, I've already killed my husband. You yeah. actually know him. Yeah. yeah. You, you were his regent. So, to me, this whole setup was cool. Um, his arm with the predator rebar. Oh, <laughs> loved it. And I mean, it extends the out. Thing and it comes out. I thought that was kind of, it was kind yeah. of cheese, but it was also like, all right, that's it, pretty It was cool. a practical, like, and he found good uses for it and everything. Right. So I was like, okay. I thought that was pretty neat. Yeah, I was like, wait, uh, really? You know, I love what, you know, her premise, you know, uh, you know, the man who ashamed you, let's find it. And then the Highlander, the Highlander fight where they're going up uh, yes. the stairs, like the original Highlanders. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I was only waiting for one of them to go, there can only be one, you know, at the end of it. Um, well, and bouncing off the swords and everything, like yes. actually getting the bend of swords and everything. I was like, yeah, that's incredible. I mean, now, tell me this. Emily Beecham, who plays the Widow, this was the best looking like with the most light on the scene mm-hmm. of her like physically fighting oh, the yeah. sword in the speed and the camera and all this stuff. Outside and of really, like her and the Tilda fight last season. That was really good, but I really, really enjoyed like there was no slowness no. in anything in any part of this fight. And then her splitting on the two swords and yes. her doing all this stuff. Now I do think it is a little bit where they do the whole cut frame of them bouncing off the edge of the sword with her heel. And then all of a sudden she's flying up to the next yeah. part, and it's not one continuous shot. But that, I mean, that was a little different because in the past they've done a continuous shot. I think that was just it's necessity. Yeah, if anything. And, and with how high they were making her jump versus normal, correct? Because like that was an extra, that was like a forty foot clearance. So when they got on top of this thing, all I could think of was this was the scene from Wolverine and Deadpool. This is where you know the original Deadpool takes it ugly. But anyway. which, how did you watch that uh, Wolverine? Because I watched it like bootlegged, so like it was even worse. Like not all the CGI was in there. Oh my god! Play TV does not sponsor any pirated 
video or it, anything else such as what cash it was, is. It was at a friend's supposedly. house. <laughs> it was at a friend's house. We're going to have yes. to talk about your commitment to the podcast after this, you know, and so on. I watched Wolverine. <laughs> if that's yeah. not commitment. So poor choice all around. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, you know, something else I thought was really cool about the episode is, is like I said, they did all their characters. Okay, well. They introduced all of them in a really cool, unique, their own way. They did. Um, Tilda ripping off the supply run. Um, dude, Wait. the Hannibal Lecter mask, or I would say Scorpion mask from Mortal Kombat. I'm loving this. I wish she had kept it on. I mean, yeah. she's a beautiful girl, but the mask well, I think was they so intimidating. In, yeah. They needed us to know it was Tilda, because I honestly I had it. no idea who it but was. I want her to wear it from Everywhere. now on, because... Yeah. The way they did her makeup, I love the muted orange or burnt orange of their colors. Mm-hmm. From the it's the Iron Rabbits is what they are. Okay, yeah. And um, dude, creepy as hell, man. I mean, in a good way. Yes. I mean, when she hopped in that truck and she had that look, that was the most intimidating Tilda I've ever seen. I'm convinced that she's like the baddest person in the lands right now. It is very impressive. And very, then the blue, because it's not. Because it has a handle, this little blade thing that she slings through the window. Yeah, and everything. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it was really cool. Because I was like, really, yeah, she's going like to throw this star, through a windshield? Yeah, it's like a, it's larger than Ninja Star, not as big as a boomerang. Yeah. And it's not three-pronged because it's got the handle, right. so it's only the two sides. And I was just like, this is the most imaginative weapon I've seen in a long time. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, and then I love seeing it curve through the window and everything. Like, taking uh, throats with it. You yeah, know. Well, take, or no, what was the uh, Angelina Joe? With they could curve the bullets and everything. Oh God, uh, Jesus! But I mean, that's what wanted, it reminded me. No. Wanted. Yeah. That's what it was. It, it had that very good vibe to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so then when they introduced her, that was good. Yeah. And of course, that just happens to where Benji's in there. I had a problem with this. Or, but to me, it's like the only thing lacking about the episode when it came to the character introductions is like, okay, we don't have enough time to introduce Benji in his own unique way, so he, we just have to fold him into one. Yeah, it's either they don't know what to do with Benji, or there's still something he's not telling us. Right. Um, because which we did learn that in the last season, you know, that he knew a lot more. Yes. He's trying to do those messages out there to Azra, this and so on, and everything else. Like I said, if I had to say there was three negatives to the episode, uh, I thought folding Benji in like the way they did was very convenient. Not enough time to really convenient get Convenient is the best. Um, and then I thought it was very, even more convenient that they were all converged together in the same location by the end of the episode. Yeah, you know, I thought that was a little convenient. It's okay they could have stretched it out where they don't meet until here or there or so on. Um, they didn't all had to converge in the same episode. They didn't. They didn't. Um, you know, but it wasn't too much. It wasn't like everybody got together. Yeah. You would, if MK was at the shelter with them, I'd have been like, all right, BS. I'm, I'm still liking what they're doing with MK and everything. Honestly, well, you know, this is one time where you know how we always hate previews that ruin things. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, we got MK who's locked up with his women, which is not. <laughs> It's weird. It's not MK. You know. It isn't, it isn't. Because, like, he's always been fascinated with, I mean, Tilda, yeah, the girl the, from fact, the, But he's never been the guy. Of, he's never been know, a lady. I just got but, yeah. my hose in the sheets over here. You know, I mean, no. That's true. Uh, um, and plus, he's in a cage. So how'd the girls get in and you just. Like, he can just leave yeah, whenever yeah, he wants exactly, or something. The whole MK thing was a little off to me. And like I said, the preview was like, they show him with the black eyes. Yeah. So, obviously, he gets his gift back. So, hence, there's no. There's no surprise, no nothing to that, you know. Well, I mean, my thing was, I think it's connected to Tilda. And so, like, I don't know if they're going to be reconnected next season or next episode, I guess. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. They're, I mean, that they, that's where they've created a little bit of mystery of how yeah. this, how that and stuff. And then I guess if 
MK is able to get it, are we to assume that Benji can get his gift back? Exactly. And not only that, and then, of course, now the big reveal is is that Henry has the gift. Yeah, and we've know? always thought that Sonny had it, but I guess he does not. because he, Yeah, I don't think – but – what makes a person have the gift, you know? And so there's, I'm hoping this season gives us a lot of answers and so on. Um, but it's really confusing because we didn't get the monks. No, no monks. And so how does this guy have two people with the gift and the monks haven't come after him yet? I don't know. Well, you know, I just don't know. Yeah. I mean, we, I mean, we, like there's a lot missing here. Um, and then you know you look at the other parts of the episode. You know, I what I did. I some things I really did enjoy. I love that Sonny was down to earth. I love the whole character reference of the deer yes. not shooting it. I love they had a real baby that was used and was it sounded authentic. There's nothing worse than somebody running around with a you know a lifeless American doll. sniper. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know. Um, so but, and were you waiting on Henry to just like be drowsed in sweat? At any point in time, I was like, clearly, this is the sweating has to live on, right? Yes. Like, you know, you just pour. I mean, Vale was a sweater. Exactly. You know, so the, this kid better have some sweat glands. So and now he's got a fever and everything, and he's not sweating. I'm right. like, come on, guys. <laughs> we, we know that there's a water bottle on set. We, we've right. seen it. Um, the Oh, I know what the other thing. You know, one character that I was kind of like, oh, man, we didn't see it was Waldo. Yes. You know, we, he was mentioned. Was you know, mentioned. So we'll see. And of course, um, I think he's gone, unfortunately. J- just with like that one offline and everything. Like even Waldo. I think he comes in for like a, he's a guest appearance person. You know, here, there, maybe. maybe. I hope so. I, I mean, to me, one of the best actors on the show. So I hate we lose him. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping not. Now, this whole season, really, this whole episode is to set up the season, which, by the way, is 16 episodes. Yes. Which is a monumental feature. Feet four into the Badlands. This will be the largest season ever, um, which is a lot. It's a lot of coverage. Uh, so it's going to it's, it's going to be uh, interesting to see what pace we keep throughout that's this the thing. entire. Are you going to be able to keep all those things going constantly without it becoming redundant, recycled, mm-hmm. and everything else? Um, and right now, with the amount of storylines we have, it could be possible. It could very much be possible. But I've also, like you've seen, if anybody who's watched the previews, we're going to get to see even more new characters, not just Pilgrim. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have to bring the monks back in in the fold. We're right. Gonna... Uh, there's a lot going on here. I think, you know, the whole thing with Chow is not over. Um, you know, the Butterfly Army, which evidently has, you know, quite grown harsh in six months. Um, which MK getting his gift back. You know, who Azra is. There's so much they can go with this. So I'm very looking forward to a lot of that. Um, all right, let's talk about the new characters that's come in and the way it was brought in is, is that Benji sent the message out there to Azra and never got a response. Mm -hmm. And then when that, when he says that, then we see the scene of Pilgrim and company coming through the wall into the Badlands. Yes. And so to me, that makes me assume this is Azra's. you know, he was leaving the Badlands going into Azra is what I thought. No, that was the wall. They were coming to it because they showed up to Chow's place, which is in the Badlands. Okay. So, to me, this is the people from... It took six months from wherever they were to, to get there. Thus, okay. they show up at Chow's place. And that was, Pilgrim and them are in control of people with the gift as well. Gotcha. See, I didn't know that this was Chow's place. Because right. they were the following that the white compass and everything. Child. Exactly. Gotcha. This is making a lot more sense now. All right. Which so, also, Chow's crossbows... 
the weakest things I've ever seen in my life. I, I've seen kids' toys look more intimidated than these Well, you know, it didn't match, like, the ones that... Remember when they shot the bus to pieces? Yeah. You know, back in the day, I was like, these... These look like they were made from balsa wood. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, don't... Um, you know, that was one scene, like, where you were like, okay, real cool didn't quite match. Is when they turned black, one cut his cheek, one cut his arm, which they were badass when they had the black eyes. Yeah, they and they've only... They've, it looks like they've only turned like four times because he right. didn't have many unless he's got other spots. But right, you just don't know. Why would you? If, but they both get up and do this whole windmill thing. Didn't like it. And they're like chopping all these arrows and Pilgrim doesn't even flinch. Yeah. It didn't make sense. You can't tell me that all of them were shooting only at these two. Well, and not only that, but they're shooting to the side because like they didn't have them up above them or anything. Like They weren't going to get hit by any of these bolts. Yeah, to, to me, it was just a little bridge too far. Yeah. Uh, me, personally, I would have rather seen both of them step in front of Pilgrim and take all the arrows out by you cool hand move. Well, techniques. like the Deadpool commercial, like where he's just oh. like cable shooting them and everything. Oh, and just like, my God. Bullets are fast, man. Yeah. You're real fast. But yeah. instead of, you know, let the ball hit you, they actually hit the arrows. Right. I think that would have been a lot better. It would cooler. have looked better yes. than the whole two Spinning tornado. Because it didn't even, because like when they're like the sticks are falling everywhere and stuff, it just didn't, it didn't come off right. No. It, did, it really didn't. Now, when they were in there going, hopping through them and taking folks out right and left was pretty cool. This was, was phenomenal. This yeah. was pretty epic. Did you notice the one guy, like his power turned off? Yes, I, I wanted to talk to you about this that. This has got to be a clue to something. This is huge. because So you, once you have it on, you have a temporary control over it? Yeah, it was a little, it was something different. Because yeah. he turns it back on. He does. He really and does. I guess he, I can't assume that he felt safe because I would think you could still sense that person. Because, like, I mean, we've seen. Right. Like you kind of have like it or radar, it feels like around you, and so for him to turn it off was just such. Yeah, they're gonna. It's have a to, clue. They're gonna do some explaining. Yeah, somewhere on that situation that they have a better grip on it or something better control. I don't know. So, but like, I can't see. It's not the monk level of control because they don't need to bleed to do it. Correct. And so, like, this is a weird middle ground, I guess, or maybe he was just able to. He thought they were all dead. and Well, here's the other thing, too, is that you remember the black eyes, they can kill each other. Yeah. it's They kill anything. There's a very lack of control. Unless and, you're with the monks. Right. So these two were helping each other battle. So that's extreme control of a gift. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's a lot going on in this scene when you really, really think about it. Um, so... You know, and then when they do the dude at the end, when they just knock him over the side, and I was like, oh. Oh, yeah. Well, not only that, it was the one where she initially got up there and then used, like, the extra pillar. She slid underneath it, kicked the guy, then came back up and stabbed another person on her way down. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. She's one badass bitch. Yeah. You know, it's pretty, it pretty awesome. But, all, like, going back to, like, the Widow and Moonlight's fight. Where her sword split, and then like you see that, then she comes and goes with like a sweeping attack, and then they blocked with the predator hand. Oh, yeah. I was like, holy shit! Like we're actually doing a lot of stuff with this fighting. Yes, like I guess three years in, a, like an extra year of training, that's really showing. Well, it yeah, now, if you, you know, I, we follow um, Sonny Daniel Wu's you know character on Instagram and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, and know, MK. he showed all that training. They did over, I think it was in Ireland. Scotland, yeah, they're in uh, Dublin right now. And um, all the stuff they've been doing. So, I mean, like, kudos to these actors, man. Like, it's so impressive. Yes, they are taking this serious. And, like, I would be 
they're doing a lot of their own stunts. It really seems like in everything with the yeah. training that they're it, doing. It's just it's really really impressive. The everything about the show that started out this season three is really kicking off really really well. I can't be more pleased. I'm hoping we're going to make some inquiries. Maybe we can get a couple actors on the show yep. to come talk to us and you know about this and that or so on. You know, we had uh, we had Al on last year. We're hoping to get Miles on this year. Um, you know, and try to really, really keep building this show up because I'm telling people that I think you really get into it. You're really going to like. I mean, a lot of people at work. I told people to get into it. I've already got messages back how great it is. I think you know, tell your friends, tell them what's going on, and tell them you know, listen in with us, guys. We're going to go over every show. We're going to be a part of it. Um, you know, we sometimes have a third guy on Play TV, which is my brother Jake, and he's kind of a character and. Uh, he could be with us tonight, but we're going to be you know, wrapping up this entire season, you know, week by week, and try to do some special interviews to throw in there. Uh, we talk about you know guest questions and different things. So if there's opinions you have, hit us up on social media. There's Bleed TV podcast. And, uh, you know, we have a Gmail account, so Bleed TV podcast at Gmail. We're on Twitter, Facebook, whatever. Uh, you know, whatever you want to do, we, we'd love to converse and talk. We've got lots of fans, um, and looking forward to the season. I really am, especially. If they keep having as much fun writing for Benji as they did this episode, because he had some one-liners. Yeah, no, I mean him and the, the whole gambling, and I can really explain that. You know, the only thing about that whole scene, though, going back to those details, is is that you know they're playing some kind of what looks like be Scrabble, but you know, almost you know, Domino-esque. Like, yeah, uh, you know, so he tears his pocket with all the things like that, and then later on in the scene when they're looking at the baby, he's got his hands in his pocket. Yeah, so well, the pocket it, recovered. You know, and, and no way that pocket was tearing like that. Like, yeah, it was just I mean, like, that coat looks expensive. But yeah. anyway, uh, you know, little things like that. But, but yeah, Benji's. His but, one-liners are great. Like his Nick Frost, like, come on, man. The guy's good. He's just like, hey, lend me a coin and I'll buy, buy you a drink. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm using that. Like, I'm going to go yeah. to the bar. But, hey, man, it's probably like five bucks. I'll buy you a drink. Yeah. You know, just see where that goes and stuff. Yeah. I mean, so. And then do you think we should be worried about the Baroness? Because she has a lot of power and she just kicked Tilda out really with. You know, it's, 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 it's really cool that Moon become her right hand. No pun intended. Um, you know, for the future. Well, no, no, that's the widow. Baroness. Oh, was, yeah, yeah, the Baroness. Um, She's of her religious group because he's like, the only person yeah. you can trust less than a Baroness is the leader of a religion. Yes, yeah, Lydia. Yeah. yeah. And uh, to me, she's become an ally. She's a good person. You know, I, I mean, she's not very happy that Sonny's there. No, or, or that Tilda's there. Or, no, so, like, but, her ally, like, that's a little shaky ground for me. Yeah, I think she's going to be the intermediate of a lot of things. And so, you know, I, I, as one viewer, one of our fans put in there, uh, she she fears that it's predictable, and she might be very much right, is, is that um, Lydia becomes the caretaker for the baby while Sonny goes off and fights war, which is, you know, that becomes her character. I could kind of see that. You know what I mean? Which I hope doesn't happen. You know, I've kind of – Well, I mean, I kind of hope it does because I'm sorry – Nothing sinks a TV show more than a baby. Like in you all know, reality, you can't imagine doing something all these amazing fights like that with a baby in the back, just be like, Yay! No, 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 I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> or like, we're going to make the baby like the rabbit from Monty Python, yeah, like, yeah. where he just goes around and just starts throwing nunchucks yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, he's throwing diaper loads for surprises <laughs> as weapons. You know. Uh, yeah, I know. Who flung the poo? Yeah, but you're going to have to have some extra caretaker or something happening. He can't roll rock with the baby the entire time. No. You know, um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, there's so much going on right now, so you really don't know which direction is completely going. You know, like you said, you know, you got 
children, yeah. you know, doing trying to create her own group. You've got the widow wanting to create in the war by owning everything and making a free world. You got Pilgrim coming in, and you know, we've got the, Sunny, we've got Benji, we've got possibly Sunny with Benji. Yeah, there's a lot of wrinkles. MK, yeah, MK, you know, is in limbo. So these new people, and I, there's no way that I can see us going on without the monks, and then. Right. Whoever else gets... There's a lot of ground to cover. Yeah. A lot of ground. So, it's very interesting. Um, so, me, I just can't wait till next episode. No, I mean, this is very exciting, uplifting, and I'm excited to see where it goes. Yes, absolutely. And I mean, and I really hope we can keep the energy in these kind of fight scenes all throughout the season. Any predictions, early predictions, any main characters die in this season? Man, it's really hard to see. I mean, obviously, we know anyone can die. Because, like, they, they've pretty much set that course. So, I mean, I think I'd be hard-pressed to see Lydia make it out throughout the entire season. Okay. I would be... Give me your top three possible deaths. I think it would be Lydia. I think Moon's definitely dead. And then, like, out of the court, like, I want to be able to say, like, Widow, Tilda, MK, Sunny die. But I don't... I think Tilda's the most replaceable out of them. Or maybe MK. But anyone with the gift, I find it hard to kill off. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if anyone can capture the show as well as Sonny, so I'd be very hesitant to kill him off. Right. Um, I'm going to say Moon is definitely expendable. Um, well, because like I don't even see him being a good reason to be on the show. Like, she saves his life. The same reason that he's mad at Sonny. And so, like, that's what gets you to come over to your side? Yeah, like, that, give that, him purpose, yeah. as they say. But, I mean, you're, it was the same. I, I, don't, I had a problem I with know. it. Yeah, I mean, if you, I mean, like I said, I think you've chose three good ones. I mean, if you can say that, you know, they go, it's not the end. It's not a it's Yeah, not a I mean, it's going to move forward, and, like, it's going to cause enough of a ruffle. Your, your core characters are MK, Sonny, Benji, and, and the Widow. Widow. I mean, so, realistically, you really can't really... None of those are expendable. No. Benji is to an extent, but we've got to see... But he's brought the comic relief. Well, not only that, like he's got so much mystery about him. Right. Like We don't know if he's hiding things because he's just too coincidental. Correct. So we'll have to see how that goes. But guys, I think that's kind of wraps it for our first episode. I mean, I, you know, it was just action-packed and great. There's nothing it, to gripe about. Just great visuals, colors. The, uh, let me ask you about, before we leave, the compass. I was really expecting it to take off. Once Henry was touching it, but it still didn't move. No. So do you think we have to have the book with it? No, because even Pilgrim pulled the compass out. And yeah, so he's and coming, it was working. He's working. So I, and I, he I doesn't have the gift to our knowledge. No, uh, yeah. The, so, the compass is still in the air. Yeah. You know, that is the mystery. Like I said, it, it's just like we, we talked about Westworld and a few other things. There's a lot of eggs out there thrown out there. You don't know which ones are going to produce, you know, and what where it's going. And so, you know, that's where second, third episode are really going to try to hone us in in a direction yeah. but like look the special effects people on this show because the blood splatter was top notch yeah and i mean y'all crushed it yet again visuals like we said cinematography it was just a very fun hour there's no doubt and this is what i've been wanting for a long time there's no doubt guys i really hope y'all keep the pace up we love what we're seeing you know, I look forward to getting more in depth with you know as the episodes go because this one was such high pace and just kind of getting to everybody. I think the next episodes will break off into more individual storylines and different things. I think they're going to have to, and so we'll have a lot more to get detailed in. Mm-hmm. And so I'm looking forward to that as well. So because I mean, so many things you know to, to talk about and 
the show is going to bring it. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. Guys, this is Bleed TV Podcast, and I'm Zach. And I'm Cash. And we're going to catch you all next week. Thanks.